Hello guys, this is Pastor Stephen. Thank you so much for checking out our podcast. I pray that today's message will encourage, inspire, and empower you to follow Jesus like never before. God bless you as you listen to the Word. Amen. I, I know all of you are so excited to listen to the Word of God, to learn from the Lord, and of course, to feed on Jesus. Sino sa excited na? To feed on Jesus. Amen. Lagay niyo sa comment section, I'm excited to feed on Jesus. Ano yung hindi siguro aksidente na sinabi ni Jesus, I am the bread of life. Because you can feed on Him. You can feed on Jesus Christ. Alam niyo, ang tinapay, hindi yan kariniit para i-admire. Ang ganda mo. Ang lambot-lambot ng tinapay. No, no, no. It was not created to be admired. Create siya para kainin natin. Yes. And I believe that when Jesus said He's the bread of life, it is a picture of all of us Christians. It's not wrong to admire Jesus. Hindi masamang i-admire natin ang kapangyarihan ng Panginoon. But God is inviting all of you to feed on Him. As we are creating a family altar in our homes, as we are doing church in your homes, naniniwala ako na hindi limitado ang Panginoon sa lugar. Kahit nasa ang parte kayo ng mundo, Nandiyan ang Panginoon sa inyong mga tahanan. Nagluluto kayo, nakaupo kayo ngayon, naikinig, nagte-take notes, excited to receive the Word of God, excited din ako mga kapatid sa pwedeng gawin ng Panginoon sa ating mga buhay. Woo! Hallelujah! Are you ready now to receive the Word of God? Sino ang ready na to feed on Jesus, receive His Word, so that our lives will be transformed forever? Welcome again. Welcome, welcome. Na-share nyo na experience. I-share nyo sa wall ninyo. I-share ninyo. Kahit yung YouTube link, i-share nyo na. Mas malinaw. Mas malinaw yun. Mas malinaw. Okay. Let's open up our Bibles to Romans chapter 3, verse 23 to 24. Now, trivia lang. Ang book of Romans has a special place in my heart. Kasi ang book of Romans contains so much power na may potential to set you free. So when we open up our Bibles to Romans chapter 3, verse 23, Alam ko may sasabihin ng Panginoon sa Romans 3, 23 to 24. Are you there? Yes. Sabihin nyo nga, I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> Romans 3, 23. For everyone has sinned and we all fall short of God's glorious standard. And yet God, in His grace, freely makes us right in His sight. And He did this through Christ Jesus when He Freed us from the penalty of our sins. Oh, hallelujah. Yung verse pa lang na yan, can preach, mga kapatid. Everyone has sinned, and we all fall short of God's glorious standards, but God, and yet God, in His grace, freely makes us right in His sight, and He did this through Christ Jesus when He freed you and I from the penalty of our sins. I want to talk to you about this message and I entitled this The Amazingness of God's Grace. <laughs> the Amazingness of God's Grace. Ano yabang-yabang ko pa kagabi nung tinatitle lang ko to, sabi ko Amazingness ako nakaimbento ng salitang Amazingness pero I found out may salita pala talagang Amazingness. <laughs> the Amazingness of God's Grace. Sino sa inyo mga kapatid ang nagpapasalamat sa habag sa kabaitan at sa grace ng ating Panginoon. Amen. We sing this all the time. God's grace is amazing. Amazing grace How sweet the sound that saved Alam nyo, kahit lagyan ng reverb ng audio to, walang magagawa itong boses ito eh. A wretch like me I was was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, Lord, but now I see. We sing about it, we preach about it, we talk about it, but most people don't understand what that means. That God's grace is amazing. Like ito sinasabi mga kapatid na kung ang grace ng Lord na naririnig mo ay hindi amazing, it's not grace. Why is God's grace amazing? Because Jesus did not run away from messed up people like me. In fact, Jesus ran towards me 
embraces me, welcomes me, takes care of me, and loves me. Jesus loves you. Jesus takes care of you. Jesus cares for you. And Jesus welcomes you. Ang gustong-gusto ko sa ating Panginoong Jesus, mga kapatid, ang Diyos natin sa Jesus, hindi niya kinategorize ang tao. Ito ang mga mababait. Ito ang hindi mga mababait. Ito ang mga laging nagsisimba. Ito yung mga hindi laging nagsisimba. Kasi kung gagawin ng Panginoon yun, malamang nadun tayo sa part na negative. Kasi ang Diyos natin, it's, He's not an exclusive God. He is actually an inclusive God. God wants to include you and to invite you and to welcome you into His presence. Anong ibig sabihin nito? Na ang Diyos natin ay inclusive God. Ang ibig sabihin lang nito mga kapatid, no matter what you've done, you are loved. You are loved. That's what it means. Kaya amazing ang grace ng Panginoon. Hindi niya tayo kinategorize na kahit ano paman ang masamang nagawa natin in the past, mahal pa rin tayo ng Panginoon, minahal pa rin tayo ng ating Panginoon. Kung titingnan nyo sa Gospels, mga kapatid, punong-puno ito ng mga story na magpapatunay na ang Diyos hindi nagkakategorize ng tao. Naalala nyo sa Matthew chapter 15, verse 30, I have that verse here, na sabi ng Scripture, the vast crowd brought to Him people who are lame, blind, crippled, and those who could not speak, and many others. Look at that. Look at that. May categorization na kagad eh. May mga taong lame, may mga taong blind, may mga taong crippled, eh, yung mga taong hindi makapagsalita, and many others. Yung hindi na masama, nilagay na lang sa many others. Kumbaga sa etc., etc. But look at this. And they laid all of them before Jesus. Nilagay sila sa harapan ng Panginoon. And watch this. And Jesus healed them. What's that last word? Last word? All. Kinategorize natin, pero ang Diyos hindi kinategorize. Okay, Monday ngayon, ang schedule natin, lahat lang muna ng mga lumpo. Yung mga hindi, Tuesday na kayo. No, no, no. Jesus did not categorize people. Lahat ng lumapit sa Kanya at that day, hindi nabigo. Hindi sinabi ng Lord, sino sa inyo mga perfect? Sino sa inyo nagsisimba? Sino sa inyo nagpa-fasting? Sino sa inyo nagbabasa? No, no, no. no. Ang sabi ng Lord, ang sabi ng Scripture, lahat ng taong lumapit sa Kanya, Jesus healed all of them. In Luke chapter 15, we all know the story of a prodigal son. Tatlo ang karakter dito. Actually, yung, yung tatay, yung panganay na anak, tsaka yung bunsong anak. We don't have time to study the story, pero alam nyo na yung story, yung bunso, nagrebelde, kinuha niya ang kanyang mana, nilustay niya. Remember the story, right? Pero, pero mapamansin niyo mga kapatid, yung panganay na anak, siya yung anak na reliable. Siya yung klaseng anak na mabait. Siya yung parang, uh, pad, I, uh, Ama, I can, I can do that job, I'll follow you. He's that, he's that kind of anak na obedient sa tatay. On the other hand, yung bunso naman is a reckless son. Siya yung, siya yung parang happy-go-lucky. Siya yung parang bored ako. Kunin ko kaya yung mana ko. Ganun siya ang klaseng tao. And yet, kahit magkaiba sila ng ugali, they have the same father and they live in the same house. What I love about our God, the father himself, hindi niya kinategorize. Nagrebelde ka, ito deserve mo. Ikaw nandito sa bahay, ito deserve mo. Ang sabi ng tatay doon sa panganay na anak, all that I have is yours. Nung ang bunsong anak ay bumalik sa bahay, tinanggap siya open arms. Kasi hindi, siya kina, hindi sila kinategorize ng ama. The father loved both of them. And I don't know who is this for. Marami sa atin nag-iisip na kung, kung sino lang yung lagi nag-church, yung lagi nagbabasa ng Bible, at yung nakabasa ng Bible seven times, perfection, yun lang ang minahal na ating Panginoon. But I'm here to tell you a very good and a, uh, the greatest news of all time. Jesus loves all of us. Hindi ka kinategorize ng ating Panginoon. Alam ng Diyos ang lahat patungkol sa'yo. May alam ang Diyos sa'yo na hindi alam ng asawa mo. May alam ang Diyos sa'yo na hindi alam ng magulang mo. Pero minahal ka ng Panginoon sa kabila ng mga pagkukulang natin sa Kanya. God loves you and me. Wow! What an amazing grace! Totoo nga, ang grace ng Lord ay amazing kasi ang grace ng Lord hindi namimili. Alam nyo, pag sinabing amazing, hindi yan average. Pag sinabing, oy, amazing. Hindi yan average. Hindi yan basta-basta. Hindi ka lang basta, mahal ng Diyos. Grabe yung pag-ibig ng Lord sa'yo. Overwhelming yung pagmamahal ng Panginoon sa'yo. At yung pag-ibig ng Diyos na ating naranasan will not just change our destination, it will change who we are. Sino sa inyo mga kapatid, kinanta natin kanina, binago kayo ng pag-ibig ng Diyos. Ang sabi ng Titus chapter 2, 
the grace of God that appeared to all men, bringing salvation to people, will enable you to say no to ungodly things. So yung grace ng Lord magtuturo sa'yo, ito ang tama, ito ang mali. Hindi ikaw, hindi mindset mo, hindi yung morality mo, kundi yung, yung grace ng Lord na magsasabi sa atin, I am gracious, I love you, and that love will empower you para, para magsabi ka ng no sa mga mali. Sino sa inyo ang nagpapasalamat na yung grace ng Lord empowers you to give more, to serve more, to love more. Dahil sa grace ng Lord, tumitindi yung intensity ng pagmamahal mo sa ating Panginoon. Yun nga lang, madalas, hindi ito maranasan ng maraming Christian sa atin kasi masyado tayong busy defining grace, masyado tayong busy explaining grace, masyado tayong busy illustrating about grace, but we did not experience God's grace. Kaya nating i-define. Kaya nating i-illustrate. In fact, many of you are watching, mas kaya nyo explain compared to me. But I'm not here just to explain God's grace to you or to illustrate God's grace to you. I am here for you to invite you to experience God's grace. Everybody say, experience His grace. Experience Jesus in your life. Amen? Yun nga lang, minsan, minsan tayo busy, no? Meron mga lecture tayo dyan, may mga point one, point two tayo. In fact, ang salitang grace sa Bible appeared 159 times in all of Scripture. Now, very interestingly, 159 times siyang ginamit sa Bible, but Jesus never used that word grace. Ever. He never used that. Paul used that all the time, but Jesus didn't. Hindi ginamit ng Lord, hindi, hindi inexplain ng Diyos. Hindi inillustrate, hindi hindi explain ng Lord. Okay, ito ang ibig sabihin ng grace. Hindi niya nga ginamit yung salitang grace. Pero ang sabi ng scripture, Jesus was full of grace and truth. He doesn't have to explain it kasi siya mismo yun. Ang gusto ng Lord, hindi mo pakinggan yung lecture ko, kundi maranasan mo yung grace ng Lord sa buhay ko. Ano ang sabi ni Paul? Ito ang gospel. Ito ang good news. Ito ang mabuting balita. Si Kristo na matay, si Kristo na libing, si Kristo muling nabuhay. Alam ko marami sa atin, may mga good news, buntis kayo, good news, sa iba naman, bad news yun. Buntis kayo, <laughs> nakapasa kayo, na-promote kayo, good news, pero the greatest news of all time ay si Kristo na matay para sa'yo, nilibing para sa'yo, at muling nabuhay para sa'yo. Ano ibig sabihin ito? Ibig sabihin dahil si Kristo ay pinatawad ka no matter what you've done. God's grace is big enough to cover all our sin, all our shame, and all our condemnation. Hindi ba good news yun, mga kapatid? Hindi ba mabuting balita na kahit gano'ng katindi ang kasalanan na gawa ko, yung grace ng Lord, nilalamon lahat ng pagkakamali ko? Kaya nga ang ibig sabihin ng grace sa, sa Greek word, charis. Charis, charisma. Actually, sa, sa, sa Greek scholars, sinasabi nila, dapat nga hindi siya, hindi mo binabanggit yung C, silent C, so charis. Eh baka naman baguhin niyo pa pangalan ng anak niyo. Karisma pangalan mo. Harisma ka na lang ngayon. <laughs> Yun daw ang Greek nun. Pero <laughs> we, get, we get what I mean. So karisma ang ibig sabihin is favor. Loving kindness. Pabor. Pagmamahal. Kabaitan ng Diyos. Sino sa inyo mga kapatid ang, gray, ang, ang, ang thankful sa Diyos na ang Diyos mabait sa atin? Na ang Diyos hindi nagkulang sa atin? In fact, kung gusto niyo ng mas malalim na, tra- na, na definition ng grace, grace is undeserved. Grace is unearned and grace is unmerited favor of God. Pang mga Bible scholar, yan ang definition eh. Pero tayong hindi mga Bible scholar, God's grace is God's favor in my life. Ang grace ng Lord, yan yung kabaitan ng Diyos sa buhay ko. Pag sinabi kong gracious ang Diyos, mabait ang Diyos sa buhay ko. Na sa kabila ng aking pagkukulang, tinanggap ako ng ating Panginoon. Sa kabila ng aking kahinaan, tinanggap ako ng ating Panginoon. Na ang sabi ng Romans chapter 3, verse 23, balikan natin, For all have sinned. Walang exempted. Lahat nag- nagkasala. Kaya lahat tayo, kailangan natin ng kabaitan ng Diyos. Kasi hindi tayo mabait. Sabi mo sa katami mo, ikaw yata topic. Usapang mabait eh. <laughs> Amen? Everyone has sinned. <laughs> may, kil- may kilala ba kayo lagi may topak? Oh. Oh. <laughs> lagi may toyo, maka Katabi nyo baka, katabi nyo baka ma-offend. Sabi ng Bible, for all have sinned. And, and sabi nun, we all fall short of God's glorious standard. Now, question. Lahat daw tayo hindi nakaabot sa standard. Ang question, anong standard? Kasi naalala ko nung nag-aaral ako, college ako, scholar ako eh. 
ang, ang standard ng scholarship ko, kailangan yung general weighted average ko, hindi bababa sa 2.0. Pag bumagsak ka sa standard, hindi ka na scholar. Wala ka ng allowance. Laki pa naman ang allowance ko noon, 1,000 percent. Laki, no? <laughs> Amen? So, what, what, what I'm trying to say is this. Kung ang standard, okay, makakapasok ka lang kapag ang height mo, 5'5". Yun ang standard. E 5'4 half ka lang. You fall short of that standard. What happened now? Okay, dahil yun ang standard, hindi ka qualified. Hindi ka makakapasok. Ang sabi ng scripture, lahat tayo nagkasala, lahat tayo hindi nakaabot sa standard. Now, ano, anong, anong standard? Sabi na iba, kailangan nagbabasa ka ng Bible. Ilang chapter? Ilang chapter yung standard? Umaating ka ng, ng church. Ilang attend ang standard? Hindi, sabi ng scripture, look at this, God's standard is perfection. So, hindi 99.9%. Ang standard ng Lord perfection. Now, kung magiging totoo tayo sa ating sarili, sino sa ating kayang i-reach yung 100% na pagiging banal, pagiging tapat, that you are always kind all the time? Watch this. God's standard is perfection. Hindi good enough, hindi high enough, hindi kind enough. Kailangan perfect. Kailangan 100% sa isip, sa salita at gawa. Meron tayong kabanalan sa harap ng ating Panginoon. Now, I'm here to tell you, not to condemn you, but to remind you, no matter how hard you try, you can never please God with your own doing. I said that again. No matter how hard you try, you cannot please God by your own doing. So kahit gano'n ko kabait, hindi baptism ko, hindi attendance ko, hindi growth track, hindi link up. No matter how hard I try, I can never please God with my own doing. But you can please God with your being. Because true, true righteousness, actually the righteousness that God gives is the righteousness that is not based on what you do, but based on who you are. Oh, hallelujah. Whew, hallelujah. Woo! I love it. I love it. I love it. Yes. Meron ba kayong kabatid na swail, tas kayo yung mabait? Amen. Ano nyo? Ano nyo sa pamilya namin? <laughs> no, just for illustration. <laughs> okay. O, hindi ko na muna idadrop yung ibang kapatid ko. Doon na lang muna tayo sa unat pangalawang kapatid na malamang nanonood, nasa Canada ngayon yung kapatid ko na yun. So wala naman siya magagawa. So mapanood man niya to baka replay na. Replay na. So yung kapatid ko noon, nung nag-aaral yun, ang, ang, ang laging inuuwi niyang grade sa school ay napakataas. Pwede kang, pwede kang magpakalbo ng kagubatan. Kasi puro palakol. Anyway, so puro line of seven. Pero on the other hand, itong si Pastor Stephen, dahil nga gawa ng part ng honor student, ganyan, Ang mga grades ko, mga 88, 90, 95, ganyan. So parang nahiya lang ngayon teacher, sabi niya, 100 ka dapat, pero sige, 98 na lang para hindi naman magano yung, yung education system ng Pilipinas, baka magkulap. So, <laughs> so, 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 so the thing is this, kahit ako 90 ang grade ko at yung kapatid ko 70, pagdating namin sa bahay, yung refrigerator namin, kahit sino sa amin pwede magbukas. Kahit sino sa amin pwedeng kumuha ng kahit ano. Kasi yung refrigerator na yon hindi deserve ng may mataas na grade. Kung sino ang member ng family, all of you deserves to open that refrigerator and get what you want. So you, you are not accepted not based on what you do. You are accepted based on who you are. Amen. Dahil anak ka, kahit hindi ka qualified base sa iyong mga ginawa, kahit na ang, 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 ang standard ng Lord ay perfection, yung, yung isa laging perfect sa church o laging umaati ng church, yung isa hindi umaati ng church, yung isa na water baptized sa Jordan River, yung isa sa Pasig River, yung isa laging nagtatize, yung isa hindi, yung, yung isa laging may good works, yung isa hindi. We are accepted by God, not by our own doing, but by being. Kasi there is no way that you can be made right with God except Jesus. Never. Hindi dahil lumuhod tayo sa altar, hindi dahil 
Nakadapa tayo habang nag-worship. All of these are good. I'm not discouraging you to do it. Attend the church, be baptized, mag-tithe kayo, do good works. Magkaroon kayo ng charity. Go ahead. But always remember, you are not accepted, you are not, you are not loved because of what you do. And I know every parent would agree with me. Kahit nga pasaway ang anak mo, hindi mo siya favorite, pero mahal mo pa rin siya. It will never diminish your love for them. At katulad natin mga kapatid, kahit na anong sikap nating i-please ang Panginoon, there is no way that you can please God apart from Jesus Christ. Let me rephrase, apart from Jesus Christ, you can never be right with God. Kaya nga si Jesus, necessary eh. Kasi hindi natin mapiplease ang Diyos sa pamamagitan lang ng pagsunod natin sa Ten Commandments. E sobrang tindi mo, hindi lang 10,630 commandments. Sinunod, sinunod mo pati Jew, Jewish law, sinunod mo na rin. And I'm not saying na ang Ten Commandments ay walang halaga sa buhay natin meron. Hindi ko sinasabing huwag natin sundin ang utos ng Panginoon. Hindi ko sinasabi yun. Pero ang sinasabi ko dito mga kapatid, kung kaya tayong maligtas sa pagsunod natin dito, ba't pa bumaba si Kristo? Di ba kaya nga bumaba si Jesus kasi alam ng Diyos no matter how hard you try, you can never please God with your doing. Alam ng Diyos kapahamakan ang ating destination kung walang Kristo sa ating buhay. Ano sabi ng Romans 6.23? Uh, show that. Romans 6.23. For the wages of sin is death. Everybody say wages. wages. Everybody say wages. wages. Pakilakasan mga kapatid, wages. Ano ibig sabihin ng wages? Kabayaran. Parang sweldo. Ang kapalit ng kasalanan, kamatayan, pero ang regalo ng Diyos, buhay na walang hanggan, sa pamamagitan ni Kristo na ating Panginoon. Watch this. Ang kabayaran ng kasalanan na sino sa inyo nagkakasala pa rin hanggang ngayon? Of course. Pwede din sabihin, hindi ako nagkakasala sa salita, hindi ako nagkakasala sa kilos, kasi pag nasa church, pati mga language ko nagbabago yan, pastor. Pero sino sa inyo agree kahit nasa church, kayo isip mo, kung polluted, kaya, kaya maging, mas polluted pa minsan kahit na si church. Kaya sabi dito, teka lang, kung ina-assume mo na kaya mong maging mabait at mabuti sa harapan ng Lord base sa yung kilos at salita, teka lang, pagdating sa isip, lahat tayo bagsak dyan. At ang kabayaran ng ating kasalanan, isip, salita at gawa, kamatayan. So kahit na anong sikap natin, pasok, ginawa ko naman yung utos eh. Sinunod ko lahat ng Ten Commandments. Aba kapatid, listen to me. This is profound. You can never be justified by following the law. The law cannot justify you. Cannot. Uh, really? Yes. The Bible itself is clear. Yes, ang, ang law ng Lord, ang Ten Commandments for that matter, o ang mga pinapagawa ng Lord will reveal what's wrong with you, but it cannot justify you. Cannot. So, ibig ba sabihin, hindi na natin susundin ng Ten Commandments? Again, I'm not saying that. But what I'm trying to say is this. Ko ang thinking mo, mapaparangalan mo ang Diyos dahil sinunod mo yung Ten Commandments plus 620 more. You cannot. The law cannot justify each and every one of us. Naalala ko kahapon, actually ilang linggo na to eh. Meron ako application sa cellphone na pang-workout. No, kasi nung uh, before, kasama ko si Jamie, isa sa, iba sa mga staff natin, inahaya ko yan. After ng office, nag-workout kami dito for 30 minutes to 1 hour, at least 3 times a week. So meron kami application, sinusundan lang namin yan pag wala yung uh, si Coach Glory, kung kilala nyo, na-endorse na, na ko last, last week, remember that? Oh, minsan, in, tinuturuan niya kami, nag-workout kami for 30 minutes just to maintain a healthy lifestyle. Kasi ngayon, mga pinagkakain natin lately <laughs> ay hindi, <laughs> hindi healthy. Ano nakakagulat? Kasi for one month, may git one month na, lagi lang no-notify yung workout app dun sa cellphone ko. At lang, ito yung sinabi niya, kagabi to, kagabi to. Habang nagpe-prepare ako ng message, kagabi, ang sabi ng application sa akin, nag-notify siya. Your body needs energy. You haven't exercised in 60 days. So alam ng application, hindi ako nag-workout for 60 days. Now, alam nyo naman na nagbago na tayo ng workout So dati nag-workout kami, ngayon, biking na yung naging... Hindi naman alam na application yun. So sinasabi sa akin, may mali sa'yo. Wala ka ng enerhiya kasi hindi ka nag-exercise for 60 days. 
Grabe. Nakakondem kaya? Nakagilty kaya? Na parang, talaga papamukha mo sa akin, hindi pa ako nagko... Na-imagine nyo ba, mga kapatid, kung ang, 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 ang heaven ay may heavenly application, na kapag hindi ka nag-quiet time for six days, you need energy, hindi mo binubuksan ang Bible mo for 60 days na. And now you feel condemned. You'll feel judged. You know what? When I was reading this, sabi ko nga, grabe no, sasabihin sa'yo ng application sa cellphone ko anong mali sa'yo, pero hindi siya ang mag-work out para sa'yo. So, choice mo pa din. Kaya niyang ipamukha sa'yo ang mali sa'yo, pero hindi kanya kayang ayusin. Kayang sabihin ng cellphone sa atin na yung cake na yan ay may 400 calories. Huwag mong kainin. Pero hindi yung application sa cellphone ang magkocontrol sa ating eating habits. Tayo pa din ang magdedesisyon, okay? Sinabi sa akin ng, ng application, 400 calories to, okay? Hindi ko to kasi pagkinain ko to para kung isa't kalahating oras na nagbabike, katumbas lang ng cake, wag na uy! Kasi sinasabi sa'yo ng application, this is what's wrong with you. May mga applications sa cellphone patungkol sa money uh, management. Ito yung isi-save mo, ito yung dapat mong gawin in all of that. Pero hindi makokontrol ng application yung spending habits natin. Ang, ang cellphone natin may calendar, pero hindi kanya matutulungan sa time management. The Ten Commandments will reveal what's wrong with you, but the Ten Commandments cannot fix you. Thou shall not commit adultery. O alam mo na, mali. Pero sino sa inyo agree? Alam mong mali, pero ginawa mo pa din. <laughs> because there is something corrupt, polluted, and wrong with our lives. Ang salamin, pag nagsalamin ka, ang tabako, ang pangit ko. <laughs> Grabe, ito na talaga ay tsura ko. Itigyawat na naman ako dito sa noo. Of all places, ang salamin will reveal what's wrong with you, pero hindi salamin ang magtatanggal ng tigyawat na yan. <laughs> so gusto bang maging tama sa harapan ng Panginoon? Yes, Pastor. Sundin ko to, sundin ko to. No, it's not just following it. You need Jesus. Because Jesus will empower you. Siya ang tutulong sa iyo. Titus 2, the grace of God that appeared to all mankind, that Jesus Christ will enable you. Hindi willpower. God's power. God's grace. Look at this. Galatians chapter 2, verse 16. Okay lang kayo. Kahit na doctrinal lang natin pinag-uusapan. Galatians 2. Asabi rito, and yet we know, read this, read this, read this, read this, read this. Yet we know that a person is made right with God by faith in Jesus Christ. Watch this. Not by obeying the law. May mas malilinaw pa ba dyan? Next. And we have believed in Christ Jesus so that we might be made right with God because of our faith in Christ. Kaya karaw naging right kay, kay, kay Lord kasi dahil sa faith mo, not because we have obeyed the law. Watch this. Profound statement ni Paul. For no one will ever be made right with God by obeying the law. Now don't get me wrong. Lalo na yung kumukuha ng mga clips-clips ko lang tapos popost nyo sa TikTok. Baka, baka mamaya, makuha nyo na naman ako out of context. No, no, no. What I'm trying to say is this. I'm not saying na huwag natin sundin ang utos ng Lord. I'm not saying na huwag natin sundin ang Ten Commandments. Pero this is my point. Kung kaya mong maligtas base lang sa pagsunod sa Ten Commandments, Jesus was redundant. Kung kaya nating maligtas sa pagsunod natin ng utos ng Lord or we can be saved by our own doing, Jesus was redundant. Meron kasi tayong mindset, mindset na, okay, God loves me and I have to earn it, earn it, earn it. Kailangan kong pagtrabahuhan. I gotta work, 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 work. It's even another work, 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 work. Ang sabi ng Lord, hindi work, 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 work. Dapat yung dan, 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 dan ng ating Panginoon 2,000 years ago at the cross. I have to earn it, I have to earn it. <laughs> sino sa inyo may mga ATM? Tapos yung, sino sa inyo mga kapatid, kabisado nyo yung laman ng ATM ninyo? Kabisado nyo yan, kahit ultimo sentimo po, 76 cents, kabisado ko yan. 
Pag nabawasan niya, na-charge na naman tayo. 18 pesos sa ATM. Nag-inquire lang ako, na-charge pa ako. Sino sa inyo mga kapatid, kapag malapit na yung sweldo, limbawa, ang sweldo mo a 15, mga 14 pa lang yan, nag-check ka na ng ATM. Ba't ka nag-check ng ATM sa 14th o kaya 29th? O kaya 30 ng umaga? O kaya 15 ng umaga? Come on, somebody. Ba't ka nag-check? Kasi nag-expect ka ng ano? Sweldo. Nag-expect ka, papasok na yung sweldo ko. Now, question. Sino sa inyo, kaka-withdraw mo lang, mag-check ako after? Kaka-withdraw mo lang, check ka lang. Hindi ka mag-check kasi wala kang ini-expect. Pero kaya ka nag-check sa 14th at 29th, Kaya ka nag-check ng ATM kasi nag-expect ka ng sweldo, hindi milagro. Ina-expect mo kasi dahil nagtrabaho ako, meron ako susweldoin. Pero kapag nag-check ka ng asinko, nakuha mo na lahat dun, ubus na ubus kahit maintaining balance. Negative na. Amen? O a 25, a gist, may mga 10, 25 na sweldo, no? na alam mong walang laman yun, chinek mo pa rin. Ah, hindi ka na nag-expect ng sweldo, expect mo doon, milagro na. Pag biglang nagkaroon ng pera yun, grabe, milagro to. Tama ba mga kapatid? Alam niyo mga kapatid, madalas sa atin, dahil may ginawa ako kay Lord, nagsimba ako, we are expecting, nag-check tayo ng ATM, Lord, may sweldo na ba? Umatin ako na, Lord, hindi kita pinagpalit kay Pacquiao ngayon. Lord, I deserve a wage, a salary. I earn it. Kasi nakasanayan natin yung thought na I must be good enough. I must be a good student. I must be a good good pastor. Kailangan maging good student ako. Hindi mali yun, pero napansin nyo, good, good, good behavior. Kailangan maging good. Kung hindi behavior, performance naman. I want to be the best dad. I want to be the best uh, uh, employee. I, I want to be the employee of the month. Naging performance-oriented ang ating Christianity. Ha, mar- mar- maraming ayaw ng message sa ito, mga kapatid. Kaya ang, pag- ang, ang topic ng grace is very risky, mga kapatid. I, I have to be good student. I have to be the best there is. Best actor, best actress. Okay, naman sa school, merit system. Honor ako, may medal ako. Ginawa ko to, may salary increase ako. Kaya madalas na, na i-a-adapt natin yun sa church setting, sa ating relationship sa ating Panginoon, that if I will be good enough, God will be gracious enough. Which is wrong. I said it again. Dinadala natin yung concept ng merit system, ng performance, ng, ng behavior, thinking, na kapag ginawa ko to, God will be pleased and He is pleased sa ating mabubuting gawa. Pero yung thinking natin na, if I will just be good enough, God will be gracious enough, is never a definition of grace. That's actually a definition of religion. That if you do good, you'll get a lot of good things in your life. Nakafocus kasi tayo sa modification ng behavior, nakalimutan natin yung transformation ng puso. What's happening on the inside? May narinig ako isang preacher na alam ko narinig niya rin sa ibang preacher kasi alam ko yung original nito kung kanino nang galing. Yung illustration na na-share ko na sa inyo before. Ang sabi nila, ang definition daw ng grace, sabi ng isang pastor na ito na narinig ko, ang definition daw ng grace is para kang nasa laot, nasa gitna ka ng karagatan. Yung kabaitan ng Diyos, kaya mabaitan Diyos para kang nasa gitna ng karagatan lost. Hindi mo alam kung saan pupunta. Pero dahil gracious ang Panginoon, binigyan kanya ng saguan sa bangka mo, para sumagwang ka papunta sa pampang. That you have to try your best para mapunta ka sa pampang or for that matter, sa langit. If you, if, if, if for that matter. And, and many people believe this. Ah, this is the grace of God. Binigyan niya ako ng enabling power to change my life. And God will give you the enabling power. But you don't understand this. Hindi, ang Diyos natin is gracious, hindi dahil binigyan kanya ng saguan. Kasi kapag nakarating ka sa pampang gamit ang pagsasaguan mo, hindi yun amazing grace. Ang tawag doon, ang doon amazing you. <laughs> hindi si Lord ang amazing doon. Hindi si Lord ang napaparangalan doon. Ang napaparangalan doon yung efforts mo. Kaya nga kapag napunta tayo sa langit, asasabihin natin, ah, kaya ako nandito kasi nagfasting ako 21 days. Yung September 19 na prayer and fasting, 21 days, ginawa akong 42 days, dinoble ko yun. 
Kaya ako nandito, napunta sa langit kasi lagi ako nag-church. Eh, sabihin ng Lord, teka lang. Hindi na amazing grace to, ah. Amazing yun na to, ah. O ikaw ba amazing kaya ka naligtas? No, my friend. Kaya nga sabi ng Revelations, God will wipe away your tears. Pupunasan ng Lord lang yung mga loo kasi ba iiyak ka talaga sa grab. Lord, ang bait mo naman. Actually, ako naniniwala pagdating natin sa langit, hindi ka lang maiiyak, magugulat ka. Kasi yung akala mong nasa impyerno, nandun din. <laughs> this is the gospel, yo! This is the gospel! <laughs> kung matagal na kayo sa church, kung, kung nagsimula pa kayo ng 2013, actually 2012, I made a one-year series about God's grace. You can never run out of ways to explain the goodness and, and the mercy of God in our life. This is the gospel. Si Kristo'y namatay para sa'yo. This is the gospel. Si Kristo'y nilibing para sa'yo. This is the gospel. Si Kristo ay muling nabuhay para sa'yo at para sa akin para magkaroon tayo ng kaligtasan, ng protection, ng, ng mercy ng ating Panginoon para tayo magkaroon ng blessing mula sa, atin, sa ating Panginoon. Kaya natakantak ako sa maraming Kristo. Alam na alam mo talaga ako sino yung hindi transform ng grace ng Lord eh. Kasi kung transform ka ng grace ng Lord, hindi ka mahihiyang i-share ang grace ng Lord. Ano sabi ni Paul? I'm not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power, the power, definite article. Wala nang iba. For it is the power of God unto my salvation. Grabe. Think about this. Actually, I was, uh, si Rose, one of our staff, uh, meron kaming uh, Monday, staff devotion ng Monday and Sinishare niya rin about goodness of God and while he was sharing about this phrase na I'm not ashamed of the gospel na sinabi ni Paul, all of a sudden, I got this revelation from God. Sabi ko, sa totoo lang, grabe yung pag-ibig ng Lord sa atin na hindi ko ma-realize at hindi ko maintindihan kung bakit natin kinakahiya. Think about it. Si Kristo namatay para sa'yo. Ano nakakahiya dun? Si Kristo nilibing para sa'yo. Ano nakakahiya dun? Si Kristo muling nabuhay para sa'yo. Ano nakakaya doon? Na gusto kang pagalingin ng Diyos, gusto kang ingatan ng Diyos, gusto kang protektahan ng Diyos. Alam mo, sa totoo lang, hindi tayo nahihiya sa grace ng Lord. Hindi tayo nahihiya sa gospel ng Lord. Ang kinahihiya natin yung religion natin. Sa totoo lang. What we are ashamed really is not really the gospel because the gospel in and of itself can preach can change lives. But what really we are ashamed of is the religion that we fall into. Masyado na kasi tayong lubog na lubog sa relihiyon, performance-oriented. Mahal ka ng Diyos kapag ginawa mo to, hindi ka mahal ng Diyos kapag hindi mo to ginawa. You are loved not because of what you do. You are loved because of who you are. So I'm talking to those people who think that they can, they can earn God's love by their doing. You cannot. Cannot. Look at this verse, Luke 18. I love this. Si Jesus mismo to. And I love this version. Look at to. Luke 18, 9. To some who were confident, I, li- I like for you to read this. Okay, read this, read this. To some who were confident of their own righteousness, and look down on everyone else para sa inyo to, ang sabi ni Jesus. Yung mga tao na tingin nyo, confident kayo sa sarili nyong righteousness at ang baba ng tingin nyo sa iba dahil hindi sila kasing galing nyo, kasing, dami, kasing hilig nyo magbasa. Okay, para sa inyo to, ang sabi ni Jesus. Verse 10. Two men went up to the temple to pray. One is a Pharisee, one is a tax collector. Now, for context, ang tax collector, collector is hated by the entire society. Galit sila dyan. Gusto nila nang patayin yan. Gusto nilang batuhin niya hanggang mamatay. So there is a contrast here between the holy guy and the most hated guy. Verse 11. So the Pharisee, Pharisee stood by himself and prayed, God, sabi niya, and probably, kung nasa movie to, siguro nakatingin pa siya dun sa tax collector and sabi niya, God, I thank you. Lord, salamat ha, that I am not like other people. Yan, yan, siya, siya. Hindi ako katulad ng ibang tao na magnanakaw, evildoers, adulterer, or even like this tax collector. Verse 12. Actually, I fast twice a week. And I give a tenth of all I get. Look at this. <laughs> Kung pastor ka, gusto mo maging member to. 
Grabe. Ang required ng batas, once a year ka lang magka-fasting, siya twice a week. Grabe to. At nagbibigay siya ng tithe of everything. Eh, wala lang ibabanal. Wala na to ibabanal. Pero nakikita kasi ng Lord yung puso niya, hindi yung, na, hindi yung pinapakita niyo sa ibang tao. Na marami sa mga Pharisees, kaya galit na galit si Jesus, is kaya lang sila nando, kaya sila nagka-fasting, kaya sila nasa temple to be seen. Para makita sila. Para ma-impress ang ibang tao sa kanila sa pamamagitan ng kanilang performance, sa pamamagitan ng kanilang kabanalan. Kaya sabi nila, Lord, wag mo naman ako itulad sa mga katulad ng mga tax collector na to na ganito, ganyan, ang dumi-dumi nila. Iyo! I fast twice a week. Ginawa ko ang lahat. Para mas madalas nagiging concern tayo kasi kung sino nakatingin sa atin at hindi kung sino yung nakatingin kay Kristo. Ah, kailangan ko itong gawin, kailangan ko itong gawin kasi nakatingin si ganito sa akin. Kailangan ko itong gawin. So we have to perform, perform, perform. I have to do it, do it, do it and earn it, earn it, earn it. Listen to me. Ang sabi ng scripture, God wants everyone to be saved. Everyone. Kasama yung, kamag- kasama yung kapitbahay mo na hanggang alas 12 nagbibidjoke pa. God loves everyone. God wants everyone. <laughs> Amen? To be saved. Listen. Gusto ng Diyos maligtas ang lahat. Kung siya lang ang tatanungin, tayo lang ang may ayaw. Tayo ang may ayaw. Gusto natin maligtas lang yung kauri natin. Those people who dress like us, think like us, and, 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 and do these things like us, kailangan yung ka-uniform ko. Kailangan yung kauri ko lang. Si Jesus kasi hindi nagkakategorize ng tao. Tayo naman on the other hand, we categorize people. Nakakala po natin, I say this respectfully, maliligtas tayo dahil sa ating formal dress. Akala po natin maliligtas tayo dahil sa ating mga Christian lingo na praise the Lord, hallelujah, glory to God o dahil itim ang ating buhok. Now, I believe in appropriate dressing. Dapat naman appropriate ang suot mo. Naniniwala din naman ako. Amen? Eh, dito nga, pag minakikita ko ang kulay ng buhok, green eh. Papalitan mo naman yan? Hindi dahil sa mapupunta ka sa MPN no? kasi green talaga. Para kang sisiw dyan eh. Pero what I'm trying to say is this. Hindi, listen, listen, listen. Hindi rules and regulation ang daan papunta sa kaligtasan. In fact, God's grace takes performance out of the equation. God, through His grace, placed all of us on equal footing. Pagdating sa grace ng Lord, lahat tayo pantay-pantay. I believe that every Christian should do good works. I believe that. Kung talagang Kristiyano ka at talaga naranasan mo ang grace mo, babait ka talaga. Magsisimba, mababago talaga buhay mo. Naniniwala ako doon. Pero yung kabaitan na yan, hindi yan magliligtas sa'yo. Good works are not your way to salvation. Instead, good works are evidence of your salvation. May relationship ka ba sa ating Panginoon? Yes. Ang question, ano yung relationship mo kay Lord? Ritual ba yan? O delight? Na masaya ka ba ginagawa mo ito? Naglilingkod ako kasi kailangan ko itong gawin, kailangan ko itong gawin para ma-please ang ating Panginoon. And God is pleased with our good works. But hey, 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 you are not saved because of that. God doesn't love you because of that. Ang gusto ng Panginoon, yung relationship natin, hindi responsibilidad, hindi ritual, kundi delight. Maligaya ka talaga. Kaya mga kapatid, I want to invite you, huwag ka naman mag-settle sa once a week relationship lang kay Lord. Grabe ginawa ng Lord sa iyo, i-enjoy nyo naman yung relationship na pinagbayaran, amen, ng ating Panginoon para sa atin. Listen to me, hindi ka mahal ng Diyos dahil mabait ka. At hindi ka patuloy na minamahal ng Diyos dahil mabait ka. Mahal ka ng Diyos kasi mabait siya. So God's grace... God's grace focuses on God and takes the focus off of you. Wala sa iyo. Wala sa performance mo. So ulitin ko ulit, hindi ka minahal ng Diyos dahil mabait ka. Hindi ka patuloy na minamahal ng Diyos dahil mabait ka. Minahal ka ng Diyos kasi mabait siya. Siya ang dapat papuriyan dito. Kaya nga, Amen. Sing grace, how sweet. Kaya nga sweet sound eh. Kasi sa religion, you get the glory. 
Sa God's grace, God gets the glory. Do you understand, mga kapatid? Tinanggal ng Lord ang focus sa bawat isa sa atin. Kaya nga, mga kapatid, wag na wag na wag kayong mahihiya na lumapit sa Panginoon. Pastor, nagkasala ako. Pastor, hindi ako tanggap ng Lord. Pastor, marumi ako. Mas lalo kang lumapit sa Diyos. Pastor, bago nga ako mag-serve, nagkasala pa ako eh. Hindi mag-repent ka. Tapos lapit ka sa Panginoon. Ang Lord, ang Lord natin, ang Lord natin nung bumalik ka sa Kanya, alam mo, pag bumalik ka sa Panginoon, ang Diyos natin hindi katulad ng ibang nanay nakakross arm. Bumalik ka pa. So ngayon, alam mo na mga pinaggagawa mo. Alam mo nang hindi mo na kaya mabuhay. Hindi ko sinasabi lahat ng nanay, ganito ah. Pero ang Diyos natin hindi nakakross arm, open arm siya. Pag lumapit ka sa Kanya. That while you were still a, a long way off, the Father saw Him, ran to Him, embraced Him, kissed Him, restored everything back to Him. Kaya I want to invite you mga kapatid to church. As much as possible. Well, alam niyo, ang church is never for perfect people with perfect lives. Never ang Gia manaba naging simbahan para sa mga perfectong tao. <laughs> Sabi nga ni Jesus sa Mark chapter 2, ang mga healthy tao, hindi kailangan doktor. So kung may sakit ka, hanapin mo doktor. Kung bahay mo nasusunog, tawagan mo bumbero. Kung makasalanan ka, wag mong layuan yung nagpapatawad ng kasalanan. Kung may kasalanan ka, mas lalo mong lapitan ng Panginoon. Pastor, tatanggapin ba ako ng Panginoon? Yes. God is gracious to accept you just as you are. Pero yung nakagandaan ng grace ng Lord eh, tatanggapin ka niya sa karumihan mo, pero hindi papayag ang Lord na, na marumi ka lagi. Babaguhin niya ang buhay mo, isasanctify ka ng ating Panginoon. Kaya nga every time na tayo minamahal ng Diyos, tatandaan niyo to, hindi niyo karapatang mahalin ng Diyos. Hindi natin exclusive right na mahalin tayo ng Panginoon. God's love is an undeserved privilege na galing sa ating Panginoon. That is a kind of privilege, not a right, but a privilege na hindi mo deserve, hindi natin deserve, pero binigay pa rin ng Panginoon sa bawat isa sa atin. Mm. <laughs> so you are not qualified based on your qualifications. You are qualified because of the goodness and the kindness of our God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Lord, alam mo, salamat. Kasi hindi mo kami trinato based on what our sin deserves. Kasi ang deserve ng ating kasalanan, impyerno. Ang deserve ng ating kasalanan, kapahamakan. Ang deserve po ng ating kasalanan, mapunta tayo sa impyerno. But God's grace changes everything. And I don't know who is this for. Marami ho sa atin, Nanonood pa rin ang online service, pero alam mo, deep in your heart, backslidden ka na. Matagal ka nang walang relationship kay Lord. Alam mo, parang nawala ka na at bumalik ka na sa lumang boy. I remember sa John chapter 21, I guess, si Peter. Kailan natin si Peter, mga kapatid? Isa siya, isa siya sa pinaka-vocal sa kanyang relationship sa Panginoon. He loves God. Sabi niya nung, nung last supper, Lord, kung yung 11 na to, pagkakanulo ka, Lord, ibay mo ko. Not me. Few hours later, he denied Jesus not just once, not just twice, three times. The Bible says, he wept bitterly. Pinagsisihan niya, pinanghinayangan niya kung ba't niya yung ginawa. Three days later, Jesus rose again from the dead and sabi ng scripture, John chapter 21, inaya niyo yung mga disciples, Hey guys, Balik na tayo. Mangisda na lang uli tayo. No. Sabi ko nga, how come na yung isang tao na naka-experience ng milagro ni Jesus? How come na yung isang disipulo na naka-experience ng goodness ng Diyos? Alam niyang muling nabuhay ang ating Panginoong Yesus, pero nagdesisyon pa rin siyang bumalik sa kanyang lumang buhay. I cannot think of anything. But I submit to you, I believe, Ang reason kung bakit gusto niyang bumalik sa lumang buhay, pakiramdam niya. Dahil sa kanyang ginawa, hindi na siya qualified. And I believe this is a story of many Christians nowadays. Na hindi tayo makabalik sa Panginoon kasi feeling natin hindi tayo qualified. Balik na lang ako sa dating buhay. We felt, 
disqualified. Notorious ako sa kasalanan, paulit-ulit ang aking ginagawa, hindi na siguro ako mamahalin pa ng Panginoon, hindi na siguro ako tatanggapin pa ng ating Panginoon. And just like the lost ship, in Luke chapter 15, ang sabi na scripture, yung mga tax collectors, yung mga notorious sinners, ay nakikinig sa ating Panginoong Isus. It's just interesting to me na mga listener ni Jesus, hindi yung Pharisee. Hindi yung Sadducee, kasi yung mga Sadducee, kung nakinig sila, hindi ni sila sad. You see? Pero ang mga listener niya, yung mga makasalanan, yung outcast, yung mga tao that they don't have it all together. At dahil yung mga tao makasalanan ng kasama ni Jesus, na irita ang mga Pharisees. Sabi ng verse 2, This made the Pharisees and the teachers of religious law complain that Jesus was associating with such sinful people. At kumakain pa kasama nila. And at that time, that's the most intimate thing that you can do. So Jesus told them the story. Sabi ni Jesus, if a man has a hundred sheep and one of them gets lost, anong gagawin ni shepherd? Hindi ba niya iiwan yung 99 sa wilderness para hanapin yung isang nawala? At kapag nakita niya yung isang nawala na yun, he will joyfully carry it home on his shoulders. That when he arrives, pagdating niya sa bahay, tatawagin niya ang kanyang mga kaibigan, ang kanyang mga kapitbahay, rejoice with me. Because I have found my lost ship. And in the same way, there is more joy in heaven over one lost sinner na nagrepent at bumalik kay Kristo over the 99 others who are righteous and haven't strayed away. Really? Really? Iiwan ng shepherd yung 99 para sa isa? That's illogical. That's irrational. That doesn't make sense. Until that one lost ship is you. Until you realize, galit na galit tayo sa isang tao na pinag-aaksayahan ng Panginoon hanggang ma-realize natin, what if ako na yun? What if ako yung hindi makalapit sa Kanya? And I thank the Lord for His grace and His mercy because His grace changes everything. The grace of God put an end to all our hard works, put an end to all our efforts, and say, yes, kailangan natin mag-effort, kailangan natin mag-hard work, but all of these are just results, all of these are just fruits of what Jesus has done for us. Hebrews 10, sabi dito, every priest stands ministering Daily, everybody say daily. Ooh, how I wish we have a series about this. Every priest stands ministering daily, offering repeatedly. Everybody say daily. daily. Everybody say repeatedly. As I dito, the same sacrifice. Everybody say the same sacrifice. Which can never take away sin. Ang mga priests at that time, kapag ikaw ay nagkakasala, kailangan magdala ng hayo papunta sa kanila. Kaya yung mga priests hindi makaupo eh. Araw-araw sila nagaantay kasi araw-araw may nagkakasala. Asabi ng Bible, araw-araw, daily. They are offering repeatedly. They are offering the same sacrifices, but all of these things, all of this effort will never take away the sin. Until 2,000 years ago, our great high priest came and put an end to all of this daily, repeatedly, the same thing that we keep on doing. Asabi ng scripture, verse 12, I want to show you this. But this man, capital M, who is that? Who is that? Jesus Christ. But this capital M man, after he had offered, how many sacrifices? One. Not repeatedly, just one because one is enough. One sacrifice for sins forever. He sat down. Yung mga priests hindi makaupo. But Jesus sat down. Not because he was tired, but because the job is done. He sat down at the right hand of God. Now, don't get me wrong. Ang grace ng Lord, hindi sinabi, okay, mabait naman ako, lahat kayo, pardon na, lahat kayo pinatan. No, 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 no. God did not set aside the demands of justice. Hindi niya sinat aside yung demand ng holiness. Jesus did it all on our behalf. Tayo dapat ang naparusahan, pero sabi ng Lord, okay, 
2,000 years ago, God so loved all of us that He gave His one and only Son. He suffered at the cross. He died, buried, and rose again from the dead para hindi na ikaw yung mag-suffer nito. Wow! The amazingness of God's grace. Hindi ang Lord naging malambot sa kasalanan. Yun nga lang yung kaparusahan para sa atin dapat. Kay Kristo lahat napunta. Kaya sabi ng Panginoon, That's why your sins I will remember no more. No. Ang Diyos natin, <laughs> ang Diyos natin, hindi pa bago-bago ng isip, hindi katulad ang katabi mo. Pag sinabi niyang kinalimutan ng ng Diyos yung kasalanan natin, hindi niya yun ulit aalalahanin para pagtripang ka lang. Okay? God's love, God's forgiveness is made available and acceptable. Watch this. Not because you are good, not because you do good, not because you come to church. It was made available for all of us. It is made available for all of us because of Jesus Christ. So it's not about what you do, 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 do. It's about what Jesus Christ has done, done, done. Kaya iba nagbabasa ng Bible, di maintindihan. Ba't ganun sa Old Testament? Ang Diyos pumapatay. Ang Diyos ganun. Kasi ang holiness sa Old Testament, hindi mo ma-approach. Ang Diyos hindi mo malalapitan ng Panginoon. Pero sa New Testament, because, I said it again, hindi nagbago ng isip ang Diyos. May naparusahan lang para sa atin. At dahil naparusahan si Kristo sa atin, Jesus Christ made God approachable. Now you can come to Him. As messed up as you are. Now you can come to Him and be healed. Oh, I love the grace of God. Do you want more? More. In Matthew chapter 8, I don't plan on preaching on this, pero I believe that you need to hear this. In Matthew chapter 8, merong isang ketongin. Naalam natin ang mga ketongin, mga kapatid, ay outcast. Nasa labas sila ng city. Pag lumapit ka sa kanila, hindi ka pwedeng lumapit basta-basta. Kailangan mo mag-warn. Huwag kayo lalapit! I'm, I'm, I'm unclean! I'm dirty! Don't come near. Kasi every time na may lalapit, Dahil sa kanilang kagawaan yun, they will be punished. Until one day, Jesus came. Sabi ng scripture, look at this. A large crowd followed Jesus. Matthew 8, please. Matthew 8, 1. A large crowd, verse 1, please. A large crowd followed Jesus as He came down from the mountainside. Suddenly, a man with leprosy. Yung taong may ketong in-approach si Jesus. That's profound. That's profound. You can't just approach somebody. May ketong ka. You'll be punished. I just wonder, what is it that Jesus has? Para ang mga tao, malapit sa kanya. Napansin nyo ba sa, sa Gospels, mga kapatid, ang mga makasalanan hindi malapit sa mga Pharisees. Pero kay Jesus malapit. Na kahit may ketong ang sabi ng Scripture, that guy with leprosy approached him, knelt before him, and he said, Lord, if you're willing, you can heal me. You can make me clean. And in verse 3, I don't want you to miss this because this is theologically profound. As I mean, scripture, verse 3, Jesus reached out and touched him and said, I am willing. Be healed. Hindi sinabi ni Jesus, ba't ka lumapit? Dumi ka Asabi ni Jesus, I'm willing. Be cleansed. And verse 4, and Jesus tell them, what was sasabihin kahit kanino, instead go to the priest and let them examine you. Take along the offering required by the law for those who have been healed with leprosy. This will be a public testimony that you have been cleansed. Now, naniniwala ba kayong ang Diyos makapangyarihan? Magsalita lang siya, gagaling na yung lalaking ito. Hindi niya na kailangang hawakan. Hindi niya na kailangang hipuin. Nung ang Diyos nag-pronounce ng healing sa kanya, watch this, by the way, hindi sinabi ng Bible na nilinis siya bago hawakan. Hinawakan siya kaya siya luminis. Now, nung luminis siya, nung gumaling siya, anong nadi-display? Power of God. Lord, grabe ka. Kaya mo mapagaling. Pero that moment na hinawakan siya ng Panginoon, that displays the grace of God. You don't deserve this touch. But I'm gonna touch you anyway. I'm willing. And I believe this is a picture of all of us. 
Marumi ako, marumi ako. Huwag niyo ako lapitan. But always remind yourself, nobody is too far para hindi ka maabot ng Panginoon. God is willing to touch you. Makasalanan tayo para tayo nasa gubat. Di natin alam kung saan pupunta para tayo nasa loud. Di natin alam ang pupunta. Lord, di mo di, alam nila. Mabait ako, alam nila. I have it all together. Akala nila malakas ako. Akala nila, alam ko lahat. But Lord, you know what I feel. Alam mong mahina ako. Alam mong meron akong tinatagong kasalanan. Alam mong may mga habitual sin ako. And I need your grace. Lord, Lord, I'm lost. I don't know where to go. And in the midst of our lostness, <laughs> Jesus came to the rescue. And God said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So my friends, receive God's salvation. That salvation is not a goal. That salvation is not something that you have to achieve. It is a gift that you need to receive. And say, Lord, I receive that gift. Lord, I receive salvation. Lord, I receive forgiveness. Lord, for all the things that I've done, hindi ko deserve ang kapatawaran. Pero salamat mga kapatid, hihinto na natin yung ating ugali na kaya na parang gusto natin i-achieve, i-achieve. Kailangan ko makuha yung salvation ko. Kailangan ko makuha yung kapatawaran ng Panginoon. That forgiveness and that salvation is not a goal to be achieved. It is a gift to be received. Tanggapin mo ang kapatawaran ng ating Panginoon. Tanggapin mo ang grace ng ating Panginoon. Tanggapin mo ang pagpapatawad ng Diyos, mga kapatid, and you will realize, oh, how good. How good my God is. That's the amazingness of the grace of God. I wish we have more time to talk about this. Maybe we can continue next week. It's just amazing, mga kapatid, that for years, we've been living in a performance-oriented Christianity. God is saying, it's never about your performance. It's never about what you can do. It's all about what Jesus did at the cross for you. Receive that salvation. Kaya marami pa rin Christian ngayon, hindi sila sure sa kanilang kaligtasan. Kasi akala nila yung kaligtasan nito is something. Ay, Pastor, di ba sinabi ng Bible, we, we have to work out for our salvation? Yes, I believe that. Pero ano ma-work out mo kung walang na-work in? Kung walang ginawa. At pag may ginawa na work in, yun na mag enable tayo to work out. To work out that relationship with God and say, Lord, I, I'm not perfect. Lord, I don't have it all together. Lord, I don't have what it takes. Lord, di ko kayang maligtas sa pamagitan ng aking gawa, pero salamat, Panginoon. Tinubos mo ako. Salamat, Panginoon. Tinanggap mo ako. And I want to invite all of you to close your eyes, bow your heads, and let us pray. Lord, we love you. We acknowledge, Lord God, your sovereignty in our lives. Panginoon, kami po ay mahina. Kami po ay walang lakas. Kami po ay walang kakayanan para iahon, iligtas ang aming mga sarili sa aming mga pagkakasala, sa aming mga pagkukulang. Pero ngayon, we acknowledge, Lord God, the amazingness of Your grace that saves us, that loves us just as we are. We don't deserve it. We don't earn it. We don't merit it. But because You are gracious, You gave it to us anyway. And friends, I want to invite you to come to Jesus. There is an invitation for you to come and experience His grace. Damhin mo ngayon ang yakap ng Panginoon. Damhin mo ngayon ang pagmamahal ng Panginoon na nagsasabi sa iyong anak, anuman ang iyong naging pagkakamali, anuman ang iyong naging pagkakasala, Mahal kita. Tinanggap kita. Lord, salamat sa grace mo. Dati kaming bulag, pero ngayon nakakita na kami. Dati kaming lost, pero ngayon we are found. Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, allow us to see 
and embrace grace in our lives. And allow us, Lord God, to realize it's not because of what we can do, but because of what you did for us at the cross. Father God, we give you glory. Father God, we give you honor. Right where you are, church, give God the praise. Give God the glory. Praise the Lord for what He has done for you. Lord, salamat sa grace mo. Lord, salamat sa grace mo na nagpapatawad. Lord, salamat sa grace mo na tumatanggap. Lord, maraming salamat. Broken kami, but you made us whole. Lord, salamat mo lang kami, but you made us see. Lord, we receive your grace. Receive it, church. We receive your love. Lord, we receive your forgiveness. We receive that salvation as a gift. We receive the gift of righteousness. We receive, Lord God. Tanggalin mo ang lahat ng yabang sa aming puso. Tanggalin mo ang lahat ng effort, Lord God, na nagsasaming kaya namin at i-earn namin at minimerit namin ang lahat ng ito. And allow us, Lord God, to let go. Let go. Let go. And allow your grace to embrace us. Allow your grace to comfort us. Allow your grace to redeem us, Father. We were once blind, but now we can see. We can see you now. Woo! Amazing. Thank you so much for listening all the way through. If this has been a blessing to you, I want to personally encourage you to give financially to support this ministry. Go to our website, gsamnb.com give and help us continue doing what we are doing. Always remember, sama-sama nating punuinan langit and let's fight for our family.